Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody. Um, I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I'm going to start the show off with our stats and everything that's going on with them. And last week, there were a total of 442 homes that sold, and um, it was 359 the week before, so up a little bit. The median price was up again a little bit too, and that's at 424.5. So it was only up 1.1%. So we're kind of staying in that same realm and everything. The inventory actually increased by 28. And so we've got 4,813 homes on the market, which translates with the number of homes that sold last week to 2.51 months of inventory. So still a seller's market because um, a normal market is between four and six months. So 2.51 is what it is um, overall. When you're um, looking at the number of sales and the different price points, under 250,000, there were 38. 250 to 300, 35. 300 to 400, 123. 400 to 500, there were 82. Um, 500 to a million, there were 136. And over a million, there were 28. So basically, um, that's that's kind of what happened there. So then when you're looking at the months of inventory, really um, up until um, zero up to 400,000, we're all below two months. So 1.62, 1.59, and 1.63. Then 400 to 500, there's 2.83 months of inventory. 500 to a million, there's 3.21 and 4.46 over a million. When you're looking at list to asking price, overall, it's at 97.54. Um, for under 250, it's at 96.27. Then we go up to 98.71, 98.34, 98.43, 97.45, um, all the way up to a million, and then 96.46. So 96%, um, both of them under 250, and um, basically over a million. So that's what the scoop is um, on that. That. And if you're un- wondering on the days um, on the market, uh, overall is 42 is kind of what we're looking at that the the biggest one there is over a million and that's at 62. Most of them are right around 40, you know, 30, that kind of thing. So really a good uh, situation when you're looking at single family homes. Then when we're looking at condos, townhomes, and villas. There were a total of 138 um, that sold last week. It was 129 the week before. The median price is um, 267.5. So that's, um, it decreased a little bit, but you know, that's still a really good place where it's been between 250 and, you know, 289 is kind of where it's been hovering week over week. It changes just a little bit. Um, and a week isn't really a long period of time to look at, but that's, that's kind of what it is now. The inventory increased by 13 and that's sitting at 1943. So how those shake down is um, when you're looking at the under 250 and what's going on and everything with them is that 
that under 250, it, there were 61 of those properties that sold. Um, between 250 and 300, it was 23. Between 300 and 400, it was 31. 400 and 500, it was 18. 500 and a million was five, and there weren't any that sold over a million. So the the months of inventory there is a little bit higher than the single family homes. We're looking at 3.25 overall. Um, basically. 2.14 when it comes to 2.2 under 250, then it's 2.81, 3.91, 300 to 400, 4.05, 400 to 500, and only 1.26, or I'm sorry, 11.26, I wasn't reading that right, um, between 500 and a million. So, so basically those higher end condos, you know, there's a little bit more inventory and everything there. And there are 12 on the market over a million, but like I said, none of them sold last week. Now looking to ask to list price on those, very similar to the single family homes. They're at 96.53 overall, 97.53 overall, 96.32 under 250. Then that goes up to 98.42, 98.05, 97 98.44, 98.5, even between 500 and a million. So basically that's kind of what's going on that with them and the days um, on the market is 46 versus 42 for the single family homes. So really similar when you're looking at that. So what that tells us, in my opinion, is the market is very solid. You know, the prices are not decreasing at all, as people think. They've been staying at the same place. If anything, they've gone up a little bit, but they were pretty much staying very consistent. You know, in the last 18 months or so, they've been very consistent. They've gone up a little bit, but not a whole lot. So if you're joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you want to reach us at your home sold guaranteed realty, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So the thing that I think that's great about sharing these stats and everything every week is that really when you're looking at what's going on and everything out there is that everything is staying very consistent when it comes to, you know, uh, the sales in our area. And so the number of sales is down a little bit from where it was a few years ago when the market was climbing astronomically, you know, and everything. But those prices that, that went up, they've kind of just settled right there. I know that I talk to a lot of people that think that the prices are going to go down and they're waiting for them to go down, but there's no indication that the prices are going down or that they will go down or anything, you know, to that effect. I mean, obviously there's definitely a chance that something catastrophic could happen and um, the prices could go down. But at this point in time, we're not seeing that. And as I mentioned last week, you know, the builders, they're still increasing their prices. They sell, you know, five to 10 homes somewhere in that price range, and then they increase the prices. And so, um, you know, I'm seeing that to every builder that I go out there and that I meet with and look at and all of that kind of stuff. And there are so many um, pro projects and everything out there that the one thing, you know, versus 18 months ago that 
we're back down to a more norm normal time to build. Like usually if it's a production, um, you know, build, you know, kind of cookie cutter kind of houses that they've got that you don't have a lot of options and that kind of stuff that we're at about eight months instead of a year and that kind of stuff. And they're actually taking contracts now, which at the height of when everything was going crazy, they didn't even want to put you into a contract and there's no escalation clauses or any of those kinds of things that are going on with builders now. So there's all kinds of great reasons, great things that are going on when it comes to, you know, buying a house today. And, you know, we've talked many times that the interest rates might be a little bit higher than what you want them to be. They're still at um, lower than what the the median is when they're looking at historical prices and everything like that. And what you can do is that you can always refinance later if if that if that's what you want to do, but it definitely gets you into the property before the prices start going up. And so it actually is a win-win situation, in my opinion, you know, for you to do that. Looking at what's going on with the rents, looking at what's going on out there, you know, and everything else in your choices, that owning a home, in my opinion, is still the best deal. And, you know, if you sit down and you meet with us, there's never any obligation that you have to buy. But I think that it's always good to look at it from the standpoint of looking at your situation and seeing what's best for you. So maybe it's the best thing to buy and maybe it's not. In general, I think that it is, but everybody's situation is different. So you need to look at it and see, um, you know, what's the best situation for you. And then you can make an informed decision instead of a decision that is, well, I think this is what it is, but not really knowing. So we're just here for you if that's something that you want to do and, uh, you know, what we like to do. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura. Welcome back, everyone. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So uh, there's a question and answer that a lot of people have questions when it comes to homestead on their home. So I thought that I would go through that now in regards to what's out there um, on your homestead. Now, if you are a Florida resident and you're living in the home that, you know, that you bought and everything, you should have homestead on it. And so you have to apply with that with the property appraiser, with your, um, you, you know, with whatever county that you live in. It has to be applied for by March 1st. So if you bought a home in 2023, even if you bought it at the end of 2022 or sometime previously that you don't have a homestead in, in um, exemption on it, I suggest that you go now and you go ahead and do it. I, I did have a, a couple that I, I, that I'm working with that they had, um, I know them, they had, um, 
bought the house before I met them and everything. And I know they've bought it like five years ago. And they told me that their property taxes just keep going crazy. And I'm like, well, do you guys have homestead? And they're like, we don't know. So I checked it out and they didn't. And so their their property taxes had increased, you know, doubled even um, more than what they would have if they did if they'd have had homestead on it just in those five years, because the property value of their property went up that much. So um, basically, I, I'm not I haven't talked to them to see if they got it any of it retroactive. But basically, you know, to ensure that your taxes don't go up that much, and that you get a discount on it, um, then you want to have homestead on your property. So again, it has to be applied for before March 1st, you have to close by the end of December. So that's another reason that it would make sense to buy in 2023 versus 2024, because if you would buy in 2023, then you would get the homestead exemption for 2024. Um, If you buy January 1st, then you can apply for it right now, but it's not going to go into effect until 2025. So I would suggest that if you want to buy a house, we always say, hey, and you want it, the homestead on it, it's not a bad thing to do it now. So basically, um, the question here is, does, does my spouse need to apply for homestead even if they're not listed on the deed? And the answer for that is yes. Married couples can claim only one homestead property tax exemption if both currently own a homesteaded property, either in Florida or anywhere else in the U.S., one of the exemptions needs to be removed no later than January 1st of the year after you're married. So that's what the, the scoop is on that. And failure to notify the office could cause you to not only lose your homestead exemption, but you may be subject to back assessment liens, penalties, and interest on taxes that they didn't charge you because you had that exemption. So something to be aware of. Will the property taxes on my home that I just purchased be what I pay every year? Property taxes, and the answer to that is property taxes can be affected with the change in ownership. When buying real estate property, you should not assume that the property tax will remain the same. Whenever there is a change in ownership, the assessed value of the property will reset to full market value, which could result in higher property taxes. Homestead exemptions and agricultural classifications are not transferable to the new owner. You must apply for your own exemptions and agricultural classifications. So that's something really important to know as well. So can I co-own a home with my adult child and we both claim homestead exemptions on our homes? Answer. With the high cost of purchasing a home these days, many parents are co-owning properties with their adult children. With that, parents can have homestead exemption on their home, and an adult child can also have homestead exemption on the home they co-own with their parents. There are multiple stipulations with the way with that way of homeownership. So something to know, good to know, that you just have to ask the property appraiser to make sure that you do it correctly. Here's the next question. If my land already is zoned for agriculture, will it automatically receive an agricultural classification with the property appraiser? Nope. Land that is zoned for agriculture does not receive an automatic agricultural classification from the property appraiser. Zoning and agricultural classification for taxation are not one and the same. If you purchase land that is zoned for agriculture, you will still have to apply for agricultural classification through to the property appraiser's office. The filing period for an agricultural classification between January and March 1st of each year. So same as the homestead. There is no guarantee that the land will receive agricultural classification for taxation regardless of its zoning. 
And agricultural actually obviously has a lower tax property tax rate as well. And so if you can have that, then that's something that a lot of people want to have. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio, WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to get in touch with us at your home sold guaranteed realty, you can call or text at 407-566-255. That's 407-566-2555. So, and then um, how do I know, the next question, if a property appraiser, somebody was there at my property, nowadays have security cameras so they want to make sure that they're recognized by the public all of the staff out in the field whether it's a field appraiser agricultural specialist commercial appraiser customer service representative or uh, a tax specialist will have um, the you know the appropriate um, uniform and that kind of stuff this is talking about citrus county and they're also going to have a vehicle with their name on the side and all of that kind of stuff if you're not present at the property when they arrive they make sure that they leave a door hanger stating why they were at your property and they want to include your employee's name and work phone number to contact if you have any question so why would a member of the property appraiser's office be at your property? There are a few reasons why you should meet one of the staff members at your property. They track property sales, and when it's been sold or a change of ownership, they visit the property to make sure that the records correctly reflect what's on the property and see if anything has changed since the last time they visited. And they also follow up with permits that are pulled by city by the city or um, the county. And once the permit has been received, its certificate of occupancy is been closed and they check that out and um, you know I know that some of the property appraisers in the area and that kind of thing what they do is they do drones um, you know consistently every year or every couple years to see if anything's changed on the outside they're always trying to make sure that everything is up to date on that but the homestead exemption is great for those of you that live in the home that you own if you don't then the property taxes are going to increase with the market value they're going to decrease if the market goes down but i don't anticipate that happening like i mentioned earlier um and if you do have it homesteaded it's it's just a, a few percentage a year that it can go up i think it's between one and three, somewhere in that range. I'm not 100% sure. And then, um, you know, you do get exemptions of, uh, there's a one exemption on the first 50,000, and then there's another exemption on the second 50,000. In general, it ends up being about 750 a year. But, you know, most of the counties today, if you go to the property appraiser's website, you can actually put in an address, you can put in the amount that you're going to pay for that property, if you're going to homestead it or not, and they can actually tell you what the new taxes are going to be. So that's pretty awesome to be able to do that. The second thing that can be done is that if you are living in a homesteaded home now and you can port that tax that you have from one property to another, 
And so it can reduce the amount of taxes that you might be able to be paying on the new home that you purchase. Again, I definitely suggest that you go to the property appraiser for that and that they can help you navigate that. Whenever I've had somebody that that's what they're doing, that's absolutely what we've done is we've gone to the property appraiser and said, we live here now, we're going to live in this house. And so how it does is that going to affect my taxes? And can I port the amount that I had from that house to the new house and everything? And so they tell you exactly what to do, how to do it, and all that kind of stuff. I found that they're very helpful there to help in whatever way they can to make sure that um, you know, as a homeowner that you're protected with the least amount of taxes, but still paying your fair share when it comes down to it. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura. Welcome back, everyone. I am from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So good news that I found this week was it it was talking about building codes, and they're proven to help during storms. So they um, report that um, growth along Florida's coast undermines those hardworking building code gains and fuels the rising cost of windstorm insurance. So basically what's happening is that the building codes being stronger, and they started being stronger actually after Andrew, which I think was in 92. It was quite a while ago. I don't remember exactly when it was. It was before I lived here for sure. But I think it was in 92. It was somewhere thereabouts. And the building codes changed then. And they've actually changed a little bit, you know, since then, obviously, and that kind of thing um, as things go along. And here in Central Florida, um, you know, the things that are required are not as much as actually on the coast as well because we're not going to get a storm surge here. And usually when we do get storms, which thankfully this season has been pretty tame so far this year and um, doesn't look like it's going to be a whole lot. When I um, look at my little hurricane app, there's not really much going on out there and uh, nothing even heading this way. So that's all good. So um, the the peak month is over. And so we're kind of in the backslide. You don't know what's going to happen. But you know, so far this year, we had the one storm that came through and, and really in our area was not, uh, you know, not much at all, but in some areas was a little bit harder hit. But what they have found is that the building codes are definitely um, helping when it comes to the amount of damage and that kind of thing that happens. So Insurance, you know, we talk about that quite a bit because insurance is always an issue right now in Florida because of, um, you know, everything that's going on because of the amount of claims that there have been on roofs and and all of that kind of stuff. But um, I just recently sold a house and basically the insurance on it was only $1,600 for the year. Um, this was a 23 or 2400 square foot house, so really nice size. 
and um, it did have a new roof. It was built in 2006, I believe, and um, it was somewhere in that range. But basically, you know, when they did the wind mitigation um, for the insurance, they did the four-point inspection to make sure that everything was okay. And so um, with it having a new roof and all of that, that the insurance was very reasonable, I thought, $1,600, you know, for that property. And um, so when it comes down to it, you know, honestly, you know, insurance doesn't have to be, you know, the worst thing that's out there when you're owning a home. And so basically, it comes down to doing your homework on that, um, getting multiple quotes, and everything in that. And then, um, you know, obviously having the wind mitigation, you know, done on the house and what the wind mitigation and the four point inspection. And I know I spoke about this a few weeks ago and someone called in and wanted to know who they could call to get that report done. And they went ahead and, and got it done. And so I haven't heard, you know, how much it saved on their insurance, but I'm sure it did. I know that when I did mine last, it saved a thousand dollars on my insurance to do those inspections. The inspections cost about two fifty. And um, that is good for four years. So in essence, it's going to save me $4,000 for spending 250 bucks. So, hey, that's always a win-win in my book and I'm sure everybody's book. So basically, um, but... But with that, in getting those things checked on your home, they're checking to make sure that everything is, you know, the nails are done the way they were supposed to be done on attaching the roof and, you know, um, all of those kinds of things. And I know that there's some inspectors out there that, that we have in the area that inspect in all over the state and Miami and all of that kind of stuff. And they've mentioned to some of um, my homeowners or potential homeowners that, that, um, you know, that the garage door is really important and it is important in Miami because you have a lot stronger winds and that kind of stuff than you do here in central Florida. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not good to have the reinforced garage door, but it doesn't have to be enforced to the point that it is in Miami. And the um, wind resistant windows are much stronger along the coast and that kind of stuff than they are here and everything that you're going to get the brakes for. So basically, um, when it comes down to it, different parts of the state have different building codes that go um, with it. But they found that with the stronger building codes, that it has led to cheaper insurance for a lot of people. So that's what the good news is and what I wanted to make sure that I let everybody know today. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us at your home sold guaranteed realty, you can call or text 407 566 2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, um, you know, just continuing on a little bit um, in regards to the building codes and everything that are out there that, like I said, stronger homes lead to cheaper insurance. And um, basically that we do know how to build better now than they did in the past. Now, there, that's nothing to say about older homes that have been in existence. The the, there are so many homes around Central Florida 
that were built in the 60s and stuff like that. And they are solid as a rock. They have gone through so many hurricanes without any challenges or anything like that, that they are definitely, you know, solid homes and that kind of thing as well. But the new homes that are being built are built to the new standards, obviously, and probably stronger than what they were back in the 50s and 60s. But, um, you know, sometimes those homes that were built back then, they're they're like solid as a rock because they basically are rocks and that kind of stuff, a lot of them that I've seen. But, um, you know, that's what it, when you do get, buy a home, you want to make sure that you get an inspection. And even if you don't do the full inspection, uh, the four-point inspection that's going to help you with your insurance, and then definitely um, the wind mitigation that's going to help you with your insurance too. So those two reports are really going to give the insurance company what they need to know. And then if you do the inspection, usually they find, a, you know, a few other things and that kind of thing that aren't affected with your insurance, but might be things that you want to know. And so an inspection is usually always money wealth spent when you're going to be purchasing a home because it's going to give you the the peace of mind that somebody has looked at a lot of those things that you're not going to be able to look at. You know, for example, a lot of attics in um, this area, they have a crawl space that you can get to, but a lot of times they don't have the pull down stairs. So sometimes they do. So it's not really easy to get up in the attic and see if there's stains up there, you know, on the plywood up there, or, um, you know, if there's some some kind of leaks, you know, it, what the insulation looks like. I know that there are houses that we've sold that um, didn't do an inspection and they because they chose not to. And then they came back to us and they said, well, we found out that there wasn't any insulation over the kitchen area of the home and um, because nobody went up in the attic. And so if you don't go up in the attic, you know, when you're looking at the house, then you're definitely not going to see that. And the way that they do these trusses, because they make them so that they're so sturdy that they're going to last through a hurricane with those increased building codes and everything, it's not necessarily easy to walk around up there. But those inspectors, they do it. And, uh, you know, they, they go ahead and they check out everything they can. They might not be able to check out 100%, but they can probably get to 80 or 90%. And it's really interesting in regards to what they can do. We had a house that we sold recently that there was a section of the roof up there that was um, that was damaged and had actually some dry rot on the plywood. And I was like thinking, oh my gosh, how are they going to, you know, fix this and everything. But they knew what they were doing. The roofers did. They came in there and they were able, it had, um, you know, the barrel tile and that kind of stuff on the roof. And what they were able to do is they fixed it from the outside. They were actually able to go up in there and they pulled out the damaged plywood, put new ones in. And they found that when the builder had built it, they didn't um, put some kind of barrier on there. They were, they were supposed to. And so they put that on there. So when the new homeowner got the home, everything was you know, brand new, ready to go. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura. Welcome back, everyone. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407 407- 566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So 
one of the things that I was looking at this week that was a study that was showing um, home features that help sell faster and that things are that people are looking for. And I think that this is also, you know, it's like when you're looking at a home and you're comparing apples to apples, you know, what might be more important to you and that kind of thing too. 92% of the people are looking for a laundry room. Um, Now, I know that in a lot of homes, there are laundry rooms that are actually in the garage or the laundry equipment is in the garage. And that is definitely uh, not as desirable as the laundry room actually in the home. And people definitely, you know, don't want to go to the laundromat if they don't have to. And so having it in the home is the number one thing that they want to have. 92% of the people prefer that. And um, 90% of the people um, say Energy Star appliances and windows are important. Um, When I have people looking at homes, they're not necessarily looking at the windows saying, oh, that window looks old, I'm going to have to replace it. Um, You know, we don't really run into that if they're the old fashioned kind, like the really old fashioned kind that they crank open and they've got like, they're like those three inch slats of glass and that kind of stuff. Those people notice, but anything that's got the pain that, you know, you can open the windows fine and everything like that, people aren't generally you know, as concerned about that, they are from an energy standpoint, I guess, like looking at what the electric bill is. And so, um, but that is something that people do ask about, what's the electric bill going to be here? So they can usually just call the electric company and say, hey, here's this address, you know, what's the average electric bill for that property? And the electric company can tell them. And so that's something that where those Energy Star things may come into effect. Now, today, there's a lot of homes that do have solar. And, um, you know, some people like it and some people don't. So, you know, some people are like, yeah, I think it'd be great to have solar. And other people are like, no, I definitely don't want solar. I have that from some people as well. So that's kind of a personal preference if that's something that you want. I know that solar panels today can either be leased and you don't have that big loan and lien and everything on the house. And if you, you no longer are there that the, the company that you're leasing them from then can come and take them off. So that might be a good option for you if you want to do that. So that Energy Star Appliances and Window comes into how much am I going to have to spend on electricity? And basically, you know, like I said, people can go ahead and call the electric company and find out, you know, what the scoop is on that. 90% of the people want exterior lighting. And I think that's definitely um, something that not necessarily the aesthetic of it that they're looking for, but when they come home, you know, is the place able to be lit up or lit up or whatever, you know, I mean, people are looking at street lights, you know, they're looking at the the coach lights or whatever that are outside, you know, on the garage, if it's in the front, or if it's, you know, got lights on the on the front porch or whatever, if, if it doesn't have, if it's got a rear garage, which there's not a lot of rear garages here in central Florida, but there are neighborhoods that have them. And so with that, that's the kind of thing that people are looking for. 86% of the people are looking for a place to go outside. And I think a lot of people also are looking for that fenced in yard. Um, a lot of people have, um, you know, uh, pets and that kind of thing. And they, they want to know that they can just let them out in the backyard and, and it's not really a big deal. Sometimes it's also the, the, 
the kids that they want to put a swing set or whatever in the backyard and be able to look out the window if they're not out there with them 100% of the time and everything. So fenced in backyard is another thing that's really a hot spot, you know, for a lot of people. Next on the, the list here are 86% people of the people like ceiling fans. And um, I think that, you know, sometimes people say, oh, I'm going to change that ceiling fan out. Um, if it's decorative, a lot of people like it. And here in Central Florida, obviously, it does save with energy costs and all of that. When you've got that ceiling fan that's keeping that air moving, it just makes it a little bit better and everything. Um, 83% um, want a, a full bath on the main level. And uh, there's a lot of people that definitely talk about this because they're talking about if they have their parents that are going to be moving there or they're thinking if I'm going to have like a hip replacement or a knee surgery or something, I'm going to want that bedroom on the first floor or that bathroom on the first floor. So that's something that a lot of people definitely are always talking about. Um, basically, um, this article says, that people are looking for hardwood floors on the main level. And in Central Florida, you don't find that too often. And it's not something that people are looking for when they're coming from the north. That's what they're talking about. But um, a lot of people today are going with the luxury vinyl plank that looks like wood or the wood tile that looks like wood. And so they like the wood look for sure. But they're not looking for the hardwood. They like the fact that the the luxury vinyl plank that it definitely can take a licking and keep on kicking and all of that kind of stuff and low maintenance and all of that. So they like, they like that about it. Um, 81% uh, want to have garage storage. And that's definitely very important here in central Florida because not a lot of basements. And so people are looking for where they can store stuff. 81% um, wants more insulation than the required code. Usually not what a lot of people are asking for, but it's an, an extra bonus if they've got that. 80% want an eat-in kitchen and 80% want a walk-in pantry as well. So when it, it comes down to it and you're wondering, you know, what most people want, and they probably want the same things you do. You know, they want a place that you can go outside um, if you want to. I mean, this time of year is getting to the point where you definitely want to do that. And as it gets a little bit cooler, that that's all great and everything that you've got that area that's outside that you can go ahead and enjoy and everything. So that's a really good thing. Um, also the laundry, you know, all of those convenience type factors are the things that people are looking for. So if, uh, you're just joining us, you're listening to WFLA News Radio Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at eight o'clock. If you'd like to reach us at your home sold guaranteed realty, you can call or text us at 407 566 2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I've come to the point in our show where I'm talking about our house on the week. And this is a new property right on the market. It's actually a condo. It's a one bedroom, one bath that is right there by the premium outlets um, right off of 535 there in the Lake Buena Vista area. Um, this property has got an awesome view. It um, has a balcony and the balcony size is um, 
probably in the neighborhood of an eight by 10, somewhere thereabouts. It's really a nice size. It's screened in and it has a view of um, water and water and trees. So there's nothing on the other side of the, the water. It's just trees. And so it's got, it's just a very peaceful setting. Um, the water actually has a fountain to keep it moving and everything in the middle of it. It's, it's a pretty decent size one and everything, but, um, you know, but it still has one of those fountains. So you don't, you can hear it slightly, but it's not very loud or anything that you can hear it if you want to. Um, basically, this property has been very well maintained it's got you know tile throughout and it's everything is in perfect condition like I said it is furnished so it's turnkey if you want to just come in there and um, you know have a second home or rent it out for investment or anything like that it's a great property that's there it's listed at 230,000 so it's under the median price, um, basically, for condos that we talked about at the very beginning of the show. Um, so it's a great opportunity. So if it's something that you're interested in, please give us a call, and we'll be happy to get you more information. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Happy Columbus Day. Bye-bye. <music>